0: Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for inviting us into your home on such a special celebration. It's Christmas Eve. Hopefully you're at home in your Christmas jammies or around your Christmas tree, or you've got some goodies laying out where you can enjoy those while you're worshiping. My name is Jen Robinson. I'm the director of Guest Connections. And as you're preparing for worship today, be prepared for our amazing bell choir, for candlelight service and communion. As you're preparing your hearts and your minds for worship, be also thinking about grabbing that candle or grabbing some communion elements. And we wish that you have the most special Christmas ever.
1: Affirmation. Advent hope moves us Advent joy leads us Advent peace calms us Advent love employs us It is time we set flame to this Advent affirmation by lighting the Christ candle We believe that Jesus is the Son of God He was born of the Virgin Mary in Bethlehem of Judea He was the long-awaited Messiah whose coming was prophesied The same Jesus lives today in our hearts. He deserves our highest loyalty and total commitment. In Christ Jesus, our hope is fulfilled. Our joy is complete. Our peace is sealed. And true love is accomplished. Rejoice, a Savior is born, a Savior is born indeed, joy to the world.
2: the night of our dear Savior's birth. Hey. Let all
3: Merry Christmas, everyone. Miss Leah here. I'm so glad you could join us tonight for this Christmas Eve service. Christmas is one of my favorite times of the year. And as a little girl, and even now as an adult, one of my favorite things to do is to go sit by the Christmas tree in the dark with just the tree lights on and look at the ornaments and the pretty lights. It's such a time of peace and it brings back amazing memories of my childhood for me. So tonight, I wanted to read a special Christmas story to you from in front of my tree and invite you to gather around your tree and snuggle in as I read, "'Twas the Evening of Christmas." "'Twas the Evening of Christmas when all through the town, every inn was so crowded no room could be found. Tired Mary and Joseph who went door to door at last found a place on a small stable floor. Thank goodness, said Mary, who tiptoed inside. The mice saw the donkey and scurried to hide. The rest of the creatures all cuddled up tight in hopes that they might have a calm, peaceful night. The pigeons were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of breadcrumbs danced round in their heads. The cows closed their eyes and the oxen laid down. The doves cooed so gently, the lambs made no sound. The moon through the trees was just starting to glow with a glimmer of light on the stable below. When quite by surprise came a newborn babe's cry that woke all the animals sleeping nearby. Up jumped the cows and the oxen and sheep. Up popped the pigeons aroused from their sleep. They all came to gaze at the small baby boy as his mama and papa hugged him with joy. Now donkeys, now cows, now pigeons and sheep, now oxen and mice in the manger did peep. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples so sweet, as they nuzzled his fingers and cute little feet. And out in the fields, taking care of their sheep, some shepherds were just getting ready to sleep, when all of a sudden they had such a fright as a whole choir of angels lit up the night. But the song of the angels, the words that they said, soon let the men know they had nothing to dread. Dear shepherds, it's wonderful news that we bring. A savior is born. He is Jesus, the King. They ran to the stable and peeked through the door and saw something never imagined before. There in a manger a baby boy lay, no blankets, no pillows, his bed made of hay. And to that small stable came three splendid kings, with gifts for the baby, all beautiful things. They jumped from their camels and knelt at his feet, with their frankincense gold and myrrh that smelled sweet. The stable was filled with a wonderful light as stars above Bethlehem twinkled so bright. And high in the heavens, God whispered, my son, you'll bring hope to the world and love everyone. Then back to their slumbers, the animals curled, amazed at this babe who had entered their world. As Mary and Joseph got ready for bed, they snuggled their baby and kissed his sweet head as mary laid jesus asleep in the hay she thought about all that had happened that day the mice heard her whisper as she tucked him in tight merry christmas to all and to all a good night now it's time to unwrap your baby jesus from your nativity as we finish up the donkey in the living room and we will watch As Chris Bowers makes the rest of the story come to life in her painting. Baby Jesus Now we have come to the baby so small, the one with the most important story of all. If there's just one that you make time to hear, let it be Jesus' story this Christmas, my dear. The stories are true, what everyone saw. I was born in a stable surrounded by straw, wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger among my family and an odd group of strangers. But more importantly, the rest is true, that I came out of God's love for each one of you. I am Emmanuel, God with you from birth, the awaited Messiah who shepherds the earth. John 10 says, I came so you'd have full life. In John 16, I promise I'd overcome strife. I stood against wrong and set people free preached good for the poor and helped blind people to see. One thing to take from this story above is that mine is a story of absolute love, of hope and of truth, of life and of light. It's a story for all year, not just Christmas night. In all the hoopla buying and selling, remember that this is the story worth telling. Jesus' story is one of absolute love. Love came down as a baby at Christmas time, and He came to save us. This year's Christmas ornament is a Christmas nail to remind us and to remind you that God loves you so much that He sent His one and only Son to save you so that you can live with Him forever. So as you hang us on your tree this year, I want you to remember that God loves you that much. I'd like to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. And I love you all and I miss you all so very much. Merry Christmas.
4: Have come like a mighty storm with all of the strength of a hurricane. You could have come like a forest fire with the power of heaven in your flame, but you came like. from the sky, in the night, to the earth below. Could have swept in like a tidal
5: today's scripture comes from the book of luke the second chapter beginning with the first verse in those days caesar augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire roman world and everyone went to their own town to register so joseph also went up from the town of nazareth in galilee to Judea to bethlehem the town of david because he belonged to the house and line of david he went there to register with mary who was pledged to be married to him And was expecting a child while they were there the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn a son she wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them and there were shepherds living out in the field nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in your manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth
6: peace to those on whom his favor rests.
5: This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks
6: Thanks be to God. Merry Christmas, everybody. And thank you for allowing me into your home this Christmas Eve. You know, I kind of feel a little bit like Santa Claus getting to go into so many homes all in one night. But I do wish we were meeting in person. And yet doing so would have been nearly impossible to pull off safely because we wouldn't know how many people are going to show at each service. And yet still I'm sad about it. I'm sad about not being together on Christmas Eve. We miss each other. And nothing can replace passing the flame from one candle to another during Silent Night. There's nothing like that holy glow. And so this Christmas Eve we will adapt as best we can. And even though it won't be the same, I believe that this year's loss may even give us greater clarity about what we celebrate and why. Let's pray. On this holy night, O God, we bow before you like the humble shepherds. We are in awe of your glory. And yet your most awesome glory is not represented by an army of angels. It is revealed in a child. Helpless, hungry, holy. And so we come to adore you, Christ the Lord. We sing glory to the newborn king holy child of Bethlehem, be born in us today. In your name we pray, amen. Well, what a year 2020 has been, huh? Are we ready for it to be over? Of course, we know that not everything's going to instantly get better when January 1st comes, but we do hope and pray that 2021 will be better than this year. You know, just days from now, the U.S. will cross the mark That one out of every thousand people will have died of COVID. Isn't that sobering? And for some of you, I know this is not just a statistic. This is personal. Some of you have lost a parent to COVID. Some of you have lost a good friend. And you know, like all suffering, the pandemic is kind of a challenge to our faith, isn't it? Why doesn't God just make it all go away? Well, we don't know. But we do know this, God is at work, God is picking up the pieces, and he's inviting us to join him in that. I'd like to express my thanks to a team of more than 40 people from Faith Westwood. We call them the Masketeers. Together they made more than 20,000 face masks in 2020. Most of them they, they made during the early part of the pandemic when you just couldn't go out and buy one. Most of the masks were then given away to local helping organizations to keep them going. What a year 2020 has been. You know, it was also the year when George Floyd died in Minnesota and his death sparked marches and protests all over the country. There were similar deaths in 2020, including Breonna Taylor of Kentucky, Ahmaud Arbery of Georgia. Here in Omaha, we saw clashes erupt between protesters and police Uh, last summer james Skurlock was fatally shot on our streets which then heightened racial tensions even more but that's not the end of the story in all our brokenness god is still at work he is picking up the pieces and inviting us to join him I'd also like to express my thanks to three guys from our church, Jeff Spark, Brian DeNoso, and Kenny Johnson. Uh, Last summer, these three said yes to being on a panel to share about their experiences as men of color. And those experiences are so different from what I've been through as a white guy. You know, I think it was daring of them to put themselves out there, knowing not everyone would receive this well. They shared, we listened, we learned, and it was powerful and it was one of the most watched videos we've ever produced. What a year it has been. We saw 2020 take its toll on the economy. I know some of you lost your job. Some of you saw a big drop in business. Some of you work in industries that expose you to the public and to the virus. Who knows then how, and how many evictions we're going to see in apartments and houses in the coming months. And yet, even now, through it all, God is picking up the pieces, and he's inviting us to join him. Through our Blessed Friends Fund and our Helping Hands Fund, we made one-time gifts that have kept, I think, at least six families in their homes when they were between jobs. Others received a one-time gift so they could get treatment for their physical or mental health. This year, our pantry has not skipped a beat, and for those who needed it, it's been a lifesaver. Of course, we also know that 2020 has been hard on students and teachers. This fall, staff and students were constantly shuffling in and out because of isolation and quarantine, And so I just want to thank all of you, especially the school staff. You must be exhausted. And I want you to know, you are not alone. God is in this, and so are we. God is picking up the pieces. He's inviting us to join Him. That's why for the last several years, Faith Westwood's been trying to be a good neighbor to Central Middle School next door. Uh, This year... You provided food for teachers, at parent-teacher conference. Uh, you provided another meal for teachers at the end of the school year. You packed gift bags for the staff at the start of the school year. And this month, you donated student clothes uh, for their little shop called The Zone. Now, I'm not, try- I'm not trying to brag us up. We're just doing what Jesus said to do. Love our neighbors. When you love God you got to love your neighbors, too. And 2020 has been so hard of on those of you working in the health fields. Um, you know, a nurse from our, our Faith Westwood family, Regina, was assigned to conduct COVID tests for a hospital. And then she got COVID. And let me tell you, she has been quite sick for nearly three weeks. We're praying for her. But that's the kind of risk that our health workers take. This fall, our hospitals have been fuller uh, than ever and the staff spread thinner than ever. So if you work in healthcare, you have our admiration. Thank you. And finally, 2020 has been a year of isolation. More people uh, this year are saying that because of that, they're not in a good place mentally. We're stressed out, we're lonely, We're nervous about passing the coronavirus to to our loved ones. And yet, even now, God is with us. God is picking up the pieces. He's inviting us to join him. According to a recent poll by the Gallup organization, they found an important factor that has helped people improve their mental health in 2020. Know what it is? Attending church every week whether in person or online. Worshiping every week is what made such a big difference in a person's well-being. How cool is that? I got a Christmas card the other day from a couple and they mentioned that they had only missed one Sunday of online worship since we started in mid-March. And of course, it's not just worship, I think, that that makes you healthier. Uh, I know for the, the, the guys in my small group, uh, The group has been more important to us this year than ever. We lean on each other. We we celebrate with each other. We pray for each other. This year, we have met outside some of the time and inside with mass some of the time, and now we're meeting by Zoom. And of course, we all have had to miss once in a while, but none of us wants to miss. And I believe it's the same with, with all our groups. And I want you to know that as as Wild and, and, and strange as 2020 has been, things were not that good in 4 B.C. either. Many Jews in 4 B.C. could remember back to when their nation was free. And yet for the previous 33 years, the ruthless Herod, crony of Caesar Augustus, was king of the Jews. Tax collectors working for the Romans uh, collected obscene amounts of, of money from the Jewish people. King Herod then taxed the people on top of that to pay for his expensive building projects and lavish gifts. As you can imagine, it was nearly impossible for people to climb out of poverty. And so they wept, and they prayed for God to send them a deliverer, to send a Messiah. Little did they know in 4 BC that God's plan was already in motion God was picking up the pieces and beginning something new. I want to show you now a clip from uh, the Christmas episode of the series The Chosen. The Chosen uh, creates fictional characters and some backstory and weaves them into the biblical account. At the beginning of this scene, you'll see a shepherd running. He and other shepherds have just been told by an angel to go and find the child born to be the Messiah. Now, first, let me fill you in on a a couple of details from the episode that are not in this clip. Earlier in the day, this first shepherd that we see, he showed kindness to Mary and Joseph when they arrived in Bethlehem. Shortly after that, this same shepherd fell and badly scraped his arm. Anyway, let's watch. Therefore, the Lord himself
7: will give you a sign.
6: Behold.
7: The Virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel.
2: you beautiful. We must tell someone. Yes. We, must tell we must tell everyone. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. We've waited for this for so long. So long.
7: He's on.
6: He's on. He's armed. He's, He's, He's on. Oh, it's okay. shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. And that something. Of all the films I've seen depicting the birth of Jesus, more than any other, this one gives me a, the sense of being there. And here's the great miracle and mystery of it all. Through Jesus, God enters our world of suffering, Jesus takes on our humanity. Think about it. He grows up and goes through all the scrapes and tears of childhood. He's rejected by his hometown. He's betrayed by a friend. He weeps for another friend who has died. And he gets hungry and thirsty and tired, just like everybody else. And yet, through him, God is picking up the pieces of this broken world and building a new kingdom. And it happens one person at a time. And even today, He is inviting you. He wants you to be a part of it. What will you say? Will you join him? Will you give him the broken pieces of your life? Will you uh, give up your agenda and live for his agenda? Tonight, as we pray and prepare for communion, give him your answer. Communion is the sacred meal of the new kingdom. Tonight we will partake in the signs of his humanity, the bread of his body, the cup of his blood. If you picked up a Christmas Easter kit, uh, make sure it's with you now. Get out the communion cup, or if you want to use your own bread and juice, you can find do that. Just pause the video and, and get it. Uh, if you'd rather not receive communion tonight, that's fine too. With a little communion cups. um, The cover has two layers. And so if you will, you can just do it now with me. Pull back the top cellophane cover to get to the little wafer. And then pull back the foil cover for the juice. You have to be a little careful with this one. And uh, once you've done that, you can hold them for a couple minutes or just set it down uh, if you wish. During communion we'll hear Drew Havens on cello and David Gerard on piano and as they continue to play the rest of their piece after we receive communion I just would invite you to let that holy m- moment linger and uh, you can watch the images on the screen and if you uh, you'll also want to have your candle nearby and something to light it with because after Drew and David's music, we'll go directly into candle lighting and singing Silent Night. And I hope you'll sing there at home. Let's pray. Oh God, you created this world so wonderfully and wondrously, and yet we have brought so much destruction upon it and upon ourselves. We have wandered from your way. We have followed empty idols We have created a moral debt we cannot pay. And though you are holy, it is also your nature to forgive and restore. So you sent your only Son, the true light, into the world. Lord Jesus, you shared our shame so we could share in your glory. You walked with us on the path of suffering so we could walk with you on the path of life. Thank you for becoming flesh and blood. Thank you for promising to be present with us in the bread and the fruit of the vine. As we partake, we give ourselves to you. We are yours this day and always. Holy Father, pour out your spirit on these gifts of bread and the fruit of the vine and pour out your spirit on us wherever we are. And now we join together in the kingdom prayer Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The body of Christ given for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Amen.
0: Even though we celebrated Christmas Eve just a little differently this year, our wish for you is that you still felt that hope and that love of God and that you always feel His presence in your life. As we round out 2020, we do have one more service on December 27th, and we sure hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, if you have any questions or if you'd like to connect with us, please visit us at faithwestwood.com forward slash service. There you can see upcoming events, fill out an online connection card, you can submit your prayer requests, or even give. But for now, we wish you a joyous Christmas and a hopeful New Year.